My name is Icky and I'm a drunkard. And through trying to follow the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, and with an awful lot of help from God, I haven't had a drink of any kind of alcoholic beverage in ten days, in six months, in five years, at four o'clock this afternoon. I'm awfully happy to be here. At this time, I wish that all of us would pause for a few minutes of silent prayer or meditation and give thanks to God who made possible this meeting that we drunks might be alive. You know, it always seems funny for me for a drunk to pray, but I believe all of us are pretty good at it. I believe that I was the best jailhouse prayer in the world. So now that I try to pray for something besides myself, I enjoy it. We found at this wonderful General Service Conference, which is your General Service Conference, that Alcoholics Anonymous was based and founded on failure and never success. And as I realized what a failure I was, I heard an expression in New York that, if you will pardon some of the language, described better my condition to be your representative to New York as an alcoholic than any other thing I've ever heard of. This man said that he heard the definition of a complete final business failure without any question whatsoever was a pregnant prostitute. <laughs> I actually believe that that comes closer to describing the defunct condition that we drunks were in when we came into alcoholic. We were out of business. No report of 20 or 30 minutes could cover all that took place and was said in three days and nights of the meeting of your general service conference. Ole and myself this morning have to be very particular because in this audience this morning there are also two other delegates from other states. We were in hopes that they wouldn't be here so we could come back and tell you anything we wanted to, but damn if they haven't checked up on <laughs> But to me, here is an outline of your conference. The conference will always be an informal gathering. The resolutions passed by a simple majority will be advisory only. The trustees will favor all resolutions passed by two-thirds vote of your conference. When trustees retire, the conference will be consulted before new appointees of the trustees are made. Above all, it ought to be understood that the General Service Conference 
will never become a government for Alcoholics Anonymous in any respect whatsoever. It also should be well understood that any resolutions that your conference might pass will never be governmental in their character. AA never has and AA never will try to tell any person, groups, or conferences what they should do and what they shouldn't do. It is not the desire of your foundation to ever act as a governmental body. And as Bill so ably said at this meeting, the follows. Our new responsibility will be carried without faltering by its complete willingness to serve God. May the Society of AA ever merit the grace to endure. That expresses exactly to me what your conference was for and what it accomplished. At this time, we have become very familiar with newspaper stories that have been going in the state in regard to a cure for alcoholism of vitamins in one hand and a fifth in the other. As your representative, we feel that we should try in some manner to stay abreast of these things. So no one here will be disillusioned to this fine 11 year work of this man. I'm going to take about two minutes to read from this wonderful book, Nutrition and Alcoholism, as presented by Roger J. Williams after 11 years of hard work, how through misconception the newspapers can hand to we drunks a bill of goods. This is what the author has to say. It would be unfortunate if the effectiveness of our treatment should cause anyone to abandon the principles and ideals of Alcoholics Anonymous. The need for some degree of humility and for the spirit of helpfulness persists even if one is fortunate enough to have an alcoholic craving alleviated. Many factors enter into the conduct of an individual, alcoholic or otherwise, besides those concerned directly with his possession of alcoholic craving. Quite aside from this craving, alcoholics are human beings, and such are amiable to the same sort of influence as other human beings. Religion, ideals, and principles may be potent forces in the lives of alcoholics, just as they may be in the lives of non-alcoholics. Nowhere in this man's fine book does he once say that he has a cure for alcoholism. I don't even know how to spell it myself. It's getting so to me I am strictly a drunk because there is getting to be a damn stigma attached to this alcohol. Now, I'm telling you, this is getting right on the front page every day. 
And they'll, they'll be pointing you out pretty soon instead of saying, well, there's that old drunk. They're going to start calling me an alcoholic, and hell, I don't even know what it means. There's another thing that has been brought to our attention that might be of interest. I term this the rich man's cure. It's known as the ACE. It's adrenal cortex. It's a very fine, helpful thing for all alcoholics. Happen to have here the official bulletin of the American Medical Association. To pat us drunks on the back, I'd like to read this. Specialized procedure becomes less important than here before, considered in the management of addiction. But medical guidance and identification with Alcoholics Anonymous are recommended. Glandular therapy is not intended as a cure for drug addiction or for alcoholism, nor as a mechanism to restore alcoholics to successful social drinking, but rather as a valuable aid in the treatment of the sick, addicted personality. That briefly is two of the most important reports that have come out in the United States in regard to alcoholism in the past six months to a year that we're all so vitally interested in. So it's not necessary for me to remind you that we are 3% of the alcoholics in the United States that are drunk or hung over this morning. There is still 97 old boys or girls out of every hundred that had that dark brown taste that didn't know where they were this morning when they woke up. And when they woke up around about three or four o'clock this morning and heaved and gasped and wished they had that drink and went into that commode and tried to herp and couldn't, we are certainly God's chosen people. I know without ever mentioning it that every group and every individual here today is never going to be let it known that he doesn't have five cents a week. Hell, I don't even believe he's a drunk if he hadn't got five cents a week. He'll send it to the foundation that made this meeting possible 16 years ago. We will maintain our anonymity. We will keep it with the drunks. I know that every drunk in this room will start putting that five cents a week from here out. And this time next year, it won't be necessary for Bill to write us a wonderful letter and remind us of our responsibilities. Because as we grow and stay sober, we are going to meet our responsibilities. I know that. I don't think it's ever going to be necessary for it to be mentioned in the groups in Texas again. Every group will send their share to help the old boy or girl that still don't know about Alcoholics Anonymous. I know that. The reason that I know it because I believe that we have all stood and understood the third step of Alcoholics Anonymous, because we've turned our life and our will over to God, 
as we understand it. That's why we'll send it. We were a little late this morning getting started, but I heard a story in New York, surely it's gone all over the country. But it's so good and explains what your general service conference really means. I'd like to tell you this story that I heard. There was a woman in New Jersey wrote the intergroup office in New York and asked for information how she could stay sober. They had one of the groups in New Jersey contact this lady and made a 12-step call. They found a woman close to 60 years of age that was a deep and dumb mute. The drunks looked all over the New England states and New York for a dummy that could talk to this alcoholic and carry the message of Alcoholics Anonymous through the sign language so that she might be sober and happy. They couldn't find one. In this little group that she started to attend in the meetings, there was a man and wife of very moderate circumstances. They both had to work for a living. They put their children in day nurseries because they couldn't be at home. They lived way over on the other side of Jersey. This young member, about 29 years of age, a lady, never said anything to anybody. She enrolled in Columbia University night school and rode a subway an hour and a half, three times a week and went to Columbia and took sign language that she might go back to that sick alcoholic and tell her, I know what you're up against. Short time ago, they held a meeting. This old lady made a talk. Six months so bright. The people that heard her said that it's the finest AA talk that has ever been known or has ever been made. She came up on the platform and through her friend talked. And her friend told her story. The old lady had been drunk for 35 years. That is what your general service conference wants to do more than anything else is to continue to carry the message to other sick alcoholics all over the world. And with your efforts and with the blessing that we've received from a power greater than we are, your general service conference will accept the responsibilities as handed down by Bill and Dr. Bob, we will accept the responsibilities and carry them willingly because we as individuals are Alcoholics Anonymous. We know that AA is on the inside of us and never on the outside of us. So mainly you might say that your general service conference primary purpose is to remind you of the 12 traditions 
of Alcoholics Anonymous, that we might go forward as the most wonderful organization that the world has ever known today. After being in New York, I'd like to tell you, members of Alcoholics Anonymous, that never in your life do you ever need to be one bit ashamed of the fact that you belong to Alcoholics Anonymous and you are a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. What this is we have here, no one can describe. We don't know whether it's a society, we don't know whether it's an organization, Bill calls it a kinship. There's no word can describe Alcoholics Anonymous. But we know this, that in 16 years there has never been one written word against the 12 steps or the 12 traditions of Alcoholics Anonymous. To me, we are God's chosen people. No one has ever been against us. Everyone has been for us. And with that in mind, they know that AA today has been instrumental in the rehabilitation of 300,000 drunks in the United States that are sober. Today, we have active around 112 in the groups. But you and I each know at least one or possibly two that are sober, living a normal and happy life without the use of alcohol due to the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. When we met the trustees, we met a group of men that were the finest group of people I have ever had the privilege of knowing. I just wish that all of them could be here today, that they might express their feeling of gratitude to you drunks for making it possible, this wonderful society or kinship of Alcoholics Anonymous. Oli and I both want to thank you for making it possible for us to attend as your humble representative to the conference of AA. I'd like to leave this thought with you in closing. The difference between a gift and a trustee. A gift you can do anything that you want to. If a man gives you a dollar, you can do anything in the world that you want with that dollar. But if he places in trust in you either a sum of money or a definite thing, we have a responsibility. In other words, we have to answer for what we do. Every member in AA is a trustee of Alcoholics Anonymous. It was given to us 
but we will be required to answer for what we do with Alcoholics Anonymous. It's yours. It don't belong to anybody in this world, thank God, except to the drunk. And the drunk is going to keep it because that's the only thing we have to turn to. And to express my own appreciation for being here and thanks to you people that have made it possible, I can't think of but one thing that expresses both Leela Bell's and my gratitude to each and every one of you here this morning is that we thank God for home and friends and food, and may we live this day to show our gratitude. Thank you.